there is no unused time. This is probably the single biggest misunderstanding, misconception with time. There is no unused time. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Discipline Podcast. This is the Super Skills Series. In this series, BK talks us through 20 skills we can all use every day to improve our lives and our impact on the things we care about. He helps you break down each skill through the lens of self-awareness, self-discipline, and self-confidence. By the end of this series, you'll be able to turn these 20 simple skills into super skills that unlock a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. In today's episode, we're talking about time and how you choose to use it. You can't find time, you don't make time, and you can't create time. You will use every bit of it. Reminder to stick around through the end of the episode so you can hear how to get your hands on free E plus R equals O resources for activating these skills in your life. Yesterday, we spent our day on focus. Now today, we are moving on to time. If you recall, the structure of these is we are going to break each of these down through the lens of self-awareness, self-control, and self-confidence like we have done on each of the days and will continue to do so. Because with each skill, it's not just about the skill. It's about your awareness of the skill and how it operates inside you. It's about your confidence with that skill. And then it's about your ability to control that skill. So we will work through those three here today with time. The simple skill of time is an intense focus of what you are using every second and minute of your day for. Now that intensity may vary from moment to moment and it may lower intensity, it may raise intensity. You might not be thinking in seconds or minutes during stretches. But the simple skill of time is being disciplined and here's the key word, disciplined in how you use your time. And this is what the, the underpinning is based on. There is no unused time. This is probably the single biggest misunderstanding, misconception with time. There is no unused time. And we're going to get into that here in just a minute. Here's what we want to make sure that we are not confusing this with. This is not calendar management, time management tactics. Okay. There are a thousand different ways to, uh, to manage your time. There are a thousand different ways to set priorities and organize your calendars. You can uh, get an app on your phone. You can look at what Google has to offer you. You can, you can do whatever you want, but let's put aside the time management techniques and tactics and, and apps and all of that stuff. And I'm going to pull back to the personal nature of how we process and think about and act with the time that we have. Okay. That's, that's really the lens that I want to use on this because the, the way time works first, let, let's, before we come into ourselves, let's, let's look on the outside for a minute. Time is unrelenting. Okay. Time never changes. 
all time does is move. That's it. The only thing time does is move at the same unrelenting, unchanging, steady pace that it has always moved at through the entire course of history. It moves second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. That's how it works. So in that way, and I say this from a confidence perspective, in that way, it is a fixed property. Okay? It doesn't shift. It doesn't change. We tend to get super emotional about it, and we start treating it different than it is. So before we look at ourselves, let's look at time. Time is unrelenting, and time is uncompromising. Time will never unwind. It will never speed up. It will never slow down. Perceptions of time going fast or time going slow is on us. Time is not fast. Time is not slow. Time is not different. Time is fixed. You have an absolute amount of it every single day. The second piece about time, I want to make sure that we grab a hold of, or maybe it's the third or the fourth, however many pieces, just some, 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 uh, some foundational stuff. The next piece about time is that you have no idea how much of it you actually have. And I've written about this in the Daily Discipline emails. How many people know the day they're going to die? How many people actually know this is the day that I die? This is the last sunrise that I see. This is the last sunset that I see. It's not many. It's not many people. Sadly, almost everybody dies on a day where they thought they were going to get one more. And so we treat time sometimes as this resource that just, it's always going to be there for us. And time will always be here, but it won't always be there for us. And so it's a fixed property. It's uncompromising. It's unrelenting. We don't know how much of it we have, which makes it precious because once time is gone, we don't ever get it back. It's the only non-renewable resource that I know of. And so with that understanding, let's jump into time. Let's start with self-awareness. Okay. First thing around time with self-awareness is this. I get jacked up about this stuff. Here's the first thing about time. The skill of time is first deciding that your time or recognizing your time is your life. And then second, being self-aware at all times of one core question. Not saying, should I invest time into this or blah, 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 any other word things. It's this, do I want to use my life on this? If time is your life, and it is, then the question is not whether you want to spend time on it. The question is, do you want to use your life for it? It triggers a different emotional question. At least I hope it does. It triggers a different level of awareness inside of ourselves. When you ask yourself, do I want to use my life for this? Now all of a sudden, answers change because the question and the truth of it changed in foundational peace. So when you ask yourself, do I want to use my life for this? Now we're actually in a position to start making different decisions about what we give our time and what we withhold our time from. And so the next piece of that is my personal favorite. And I hope, I hope everybody on here has actually heard me say this before. And if you haven't, this is going to be a delight for you. And I hope you pick this up and run with it. 
How often have you used one of the following phrases? I don't have time. I just need to find the time. Uh, let's look for some time. Oh, I really need to make time for that. These, these phrases that are very common. How, how often have you used those phrases? How often have people that you know use those phrases? All the time. It's so easy to say, I don't have time. I need to find the time. Create the time. Make the time. I'm looking for the time. But here's why, here's why none of that is true. First one, I don't have time. All you have is time. If you don't have time, there's only one moment in your life where you don't have time. And that is when you die. So as long as you are alive and breathing, as long as there is air coming into your lungs, you have time. Time is not hiding. You don't need to find it. You don't need to look for it because it's not lost. You're not God and you don't have, you don't, you, so you can't make time. And you don't exactly have a blueprint to create any time. All of these words are the, are the story that we tell to ourselves and to others about time to pull ourselves away from the mental and emotional clarity of the only thing we can do, and that is use time. Because here's what happens. When you pull out all those other words and you replace all of them with one word, use, your statements sound different. When somebody says, hey, did you get that done? You can't say, I didn't have time, because that's a lie. What you could say was, I used it to do other stuff. That's the truth. And I don't want you to lie to yourself. I definitely don't want you to lie to others. When you say, I just need to find time to work out, you are giving yourself an excuse and a reason not to work out because you'll never find the time. It isn't lost. It isn't hiding. You already know what the numbers are and the days are and where it is. So when you say, I need to find the time or look for time or make time, you are building in verbal excuses for emotional reasons why you're not going to use the time to do that thing. Now, you're not doing this consciously. You're not doing it intentionally for sure. But if you're using these phrases and other people are using them to you, it's exactly what's going on. So the first part of self-awareness, time is used. All of it is used. You use all of your time for something. So let's anchor on the word use and let's throw away all the rest. If you want to make a big life change, switch out the word time and any other words that you use with it and just put the word use in place. Watch how it changes the way you see your life and the way you actually explain not only to yourself but to others, which we're going to get to in a minute. The second piece, and this is the control yourself. It starts with switching out the word use. And here's what the word use does. I'm just kind of looking at some notes that I have written down here. What the word use, when you, when you put the word use in place, as opposed to look, find, make, create, don't have, it does something really interesting. It eliminates the subtle but crippling excuses that we tend to make. I'm going to say that again because I, I, think that, I think those words mean something. When you put the word use in place, it eliminates the subtle but crippling excuses that our words give to us around time. And so that's the second piece is to eliminate those. Say things like, I have time, I'm gonna use it for this. And, and it doesn't matter what you choose because that, that's your choice. But it's, I have time, I'm gonna use it for this. I have time, I'm gonna sleep an extra hour rather than work out because I think I want an extra hour of sleep. I have the time, 
I used it to sleep, not to work out. Be honest. That's a self-awareness, and then now it's a self-control. Or say, I have time. I'm going to use it to work out rather than to sleep. You're exchanging the use of time from one thing to another. Now you're doing it with more choice and higher levels of self-control. And then here's the third piece. People will steal your time without blinking. People, people, and in this era, and I've got emails, and you know, you know people will will steal your time without ever thinking twice about its impact on your life. They will, they will, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, they will put you in a place of obligation or they will, uh, uh, or they will ask and try to make you feel bad. Or it'll be self-imposed. Maybe you're a people pleaser. Uh, maybe maybe uh, somebody asks you uh, and you just don't say no because you don't want to potentially disappoint somebody. So here's where self-confidence with your time is. Again, where you use your time is yours. Okay, that's, that's for you. I don't want you to fall into the trap of thinking that there exists time somewhere that you can find or make or create. And I don't want you to fall into the trap of not knowing where your time was used and then pretending like you didn't have it because you do. But in order to do that, you have to be the one in control of your time and you have to be confident in it. And so here's what I would like you to do. Okay, number one is choose for yourself where your time goes. Do not let other people choose for you. Do not let them obligate you. Do not let them corner you. Do not let them sap or suck or drain time away. You choose for yourself with no regrets, no fears, no concerns of judgment over where your time gets spent because that is yours. It is your life and your choice. Number two, Choose to spend time with and on people that are aligning with your purpose out of your choice, not out of an obligation to them. Okay, time is one of the most precious, precious gifts that we can give to people, but only when it's coming from a place of us choosing to give that time to them, because now we have two things happening. We've made a choice in, and they are seeing us make that choice, and that's when it feels great. When we are using time out of obligation to someone, we're checking a box that's as cold and calculating and clinical as it can possibly be. So use your time through your choice and then invest and use that time with other people because you're choosing it, not because you're doing it out of obligation. When you do that really well, it's great. And I had a really interesting note right here. And I love this because, because this is just so true. What anyone else thinks about how you use your time is none of your business. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about how you use your time. What matters is what you think about how you use your time and that you're aligning it with your priorities and the important people in your life. In self-control, what you can do, and this feeds self-awareness for sure, but self-control is where I place this in mindset. Live in total honesty with yourself about how you use your time. Commit to being completely accurate and honest internally with use of time and, and use that as kind of your training wheels. I would encourage you to be accurate externally about use of time, right? Don't tell other people I didn't have time when you did have it and you used it for something else, but that can be harsh uh, uh, to, to say to people and, and it can be awkward for you because you've never done that before and that's just not what most people do. So, so ease your way into this. Start internally with total honesty in how you use your time. And the way to do that 
is work to eliminate the stories that you tell yourself about time. And that keys back into all those other words. It also is how we uh, uh, will use other scripts and stories internally in our head to justify use of time. Eliminate the stories from your mind and treat your time and your day instead, at least in terms of how you explain it, treat it more like accounting, right? Treat it in a more, uh, like it was a recording of your day and the recording literally just showed, okay? No story, it's just a recording. This happened, that happened. This 30 minutes went there, this 10 minutes went there. I spent 15 minutes on that and an hour and a half on this. No story, accounting, almost like an audit, okay? But make that your norm, okay? And then the story can all come like maybe back end or eventually, if at all, but treat the accounting and the recording of that honestly, because at least then you'll have a very clear picture, right? To keep the, amount, uh, the accounting analogy, you'll have a good audit and a, and a clear understanding of your books, so to speak, okay? And then the second thing with your time around self-confidence, and this is a big one for me, is I want you to eliminate the words and the phrases supposed to and should. I don't want you to use those words and phrases. Again, just encouraging, right? I don't want you to use the words supposed to with your time. There is no supposed to. I don't want you to use the word should with your time. There is no should. Replace them with choice. It's not about what you're supposed to do. It's not about what you should do. It's about what you choose. Supposed to and should comes from a place of some other authority decides your time. Supposed to and should comes from a place of, of weakness and inability for me to identify and choose for myself. And I rely on what a supposed to or what a should tells me. Don't be reliant on those. Live and operate from a place of self-confidence so that you're choosing it. And don't worry what anybody else thinks about it. Now, this is going to require reps. It'll take you some time to get in. But keep that going. And that's the starting point for time. Use because it's unrelenting. You always have it. Uh, change the way you, you use it from a terminology perspective, eliminate that story, treat it a lot more like accounting, and then eliminate the use of supposed to and should inside your mind as well as externally, as well as, and this is the big learning point from this whole thing, eliminate any description of your time that does not have the word use as the anchor. And this will be hard. This will be hard, okay? Do it. Do it. It will deliver dividends for you, I promise, even if it's painful on the way. Hey, thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review because your reviews help more people find this podcast who need it. As promised, we've got links in the show notes to resources that will help you activate these skills in your life. First up, we've got the Do the Worksheet, a free E plus R equals O resource that helps you apply what we talked about here to your life. Lastly, if you're interested in taking the application of these skills a step further, we have a downloadable guidebook with all 20 skills only for members of the Daily Discipline community. Developing these 20 skills into super skills help you become a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.